welcome back to Going Long on First. Woo! It's been a little bit since I've said that. It is good to be back. Uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks with vacation and COVID and all this stuff coming into coming into view. COVID who? What's that? COVID who? COVID. Yeah, what's that about? COVID me. Um, but we're here regardless. Still fighting, still alive. The band is here, Owen, Jeremy, just in case you forgot who they were. <laughs> Myself, Seth, of course. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a couple weeks, but we uh, it's still off season, so not a bad time to miss it. Coming back with some more breakdowns of divisions, of course. If you remember a few weeks ago, we did the AFC West to start this off. We're here to do the NFC West, and then from here on out, um, but we'll start with the NFC West tonight, of course, do some winners, do our top five, do a little trivia, but before we get into that, you know, just how are you guys doing? You know, it's, it's been a few weeks since everybody's heard our voices. How, how are we feeling about, about football, about life? It was July 4th, just a few days ago. Excellent. You know, excellent time off. Uh, I would say even, I would say. You know, usually when you take this break off of something that you, you know, you do regularly, you feel refreshed, but I ended up spending most of that time at like work, work. So, you know, I really need myself an actual vacation, which I get next week. But with you fine fellas, you know, every conversation is a vacation, except for when Jeremy pisses me off, which is often. Um, so that being said, I'm ready to debate. I, uh, swinging the golf club a lot and i'm begging seth to come out but he will not he refuses he refuses and hey then, last uh, time you asked me i was uh i just couldn't yeah just yeah, couldn't. yeah whatever whatever it'll this happen is, this is turning into a golf podcast uh and jeremy's probably gonna i'm signing off <laughs> <laughs> nah we talked in a pre-pod we almost put jeremy to sleep before we got on so no no golf no golf that's all right. Jeremy, what's up in your neck of the woods? I don't even know right now. My head is so dull, dull with the thought of chasing around a little white ball over a course. I, I don't know what to give you, Seth. Um, you just don't get it. I, I will never understand. Um, what's going on in Jeremy's neck of the woods? The life of a dad. That's uh, my day-to-day. What else? We walk. Dad number two. I'm going to, yeah, dad of soon-to-be Chitlin Little Shimco number two, you know. All exciting up in this neck of the woods. Good work. Good work is right. Two for two. <laughs> good, that's a good average, unlike uh, Joey Gallo. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't seen his average, Owen. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's not good. Brother hits bombs. That's all you need. That's all, that's all he tries to do, and I think if he get away from that. Joey Gallo is one of my favorite players. Uh, well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Maybe I shouldn't be, and maybe he'll play better. Um, anyway, sorry. that No baseball talk either. Let's talk some football. It's been a little bit, so let's jump right into it. Some news. Perfect time to come back. This is one of the big dominoes that has been waiting to fall 
pretty much, I don't know what, since April, March, before the draft. Uh, I'm obviously talking Baker Mayfield traded to the Panthers yesterday. It was yesterday, right? Or is it this morning? Whatever it was. Yesterday. Yesterday. Um, so fresh there. So like I said, good time to come back and, and break this down. But Baker Mayfield traded to the Panthers for a conditional fifth round pick, which it's a possibility for a fourth, depending on some situations that I didn't see exactly. Um, but a conditional pick there. And that's it. I mean, they traded some money salary wise. Cleveland's covering a chunk of it. Uh, Panthers are covering a chunk. But other than that, that's really the only uh, trade pieces in that. So pretty straightforward for the most part. What do we, how do we feel about this? Baker Mayfield finally traded after all this time. We were all waiting for it. He finally goes to Carolina. Yeah, I mean, Brown's going to Browns, uh, especially if they're going to be without their quarterback for a year, potentially. Uh, this, you know, I don't like it as much for Baker as a situation, except for the fact that it's less toxic. Uh, it might create its own issues in the back end with a with an offensive coordinator that had him ranked, I don't know, like the eighth best quarterback in that draft class uh, from 2018. That was insane stat. Um, it, I really am rooting for the guy because I think he is actually a, a good uh, average quarterback in this league and deserves a starting spot. But I mean, they're saying he's going to compete with Sam Darnold, but I think, you know, I think we all kind of know where that one's going to go unless there's some sort of head case stuff going on. I, I'm also excited to see, uh, how, how it goes with Robbie Anderson, uh, very early in the Baker trade talks, Mr. Robbie Anderson immediately said, nah, don't want it. <laughs> you see, is he coming back from that, though? Did he? I didn't. I missed it. He, he walked that back. He, I mean, he better because he's going to be, be probably a better thrower of the football than he's had in quite a while. Career. So, career. Yeah, I guess he wasn't part of the Cam Newton days. Glorious. He only had Darnold in New York. Yeah, he's at Darnold. Oh, Darnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Time. Think it was somebody else. Okay. I'm going to jump in real quick. Do it. I think the winner here is Baker. The next winner here is Carolina. And the only loser here is Cleveland. I, the only reason I say that is because anytime that you take a number one overall pick and you're moving them, actually, you know, five years or less later, you, you lost. I mean, all, ideally you lost. Now, let me just fire some numbers off real quick. We'll start with the contracts. Baker is taking a $3.5 million pay cut just for this trade to happen. The Browns are paying $10.5 million, and Carolina is only taking on $5 million. They're getting him on less than a rookie contract, like for a quarterback. Like, this is like a mid-round rookie contract at this point. Yeah. Um, jump to some more numbers. Over the past two seasons, the Browns have won 19 games and made the playoffs. From 2015 to 2019, they only won 17 games. I mean, they were – here's the deal. No, Baker is not 
Aaron Rodgers. He's not Matt Stafford. You know, here I'll say this though. Could he pull a Matt Stafford and go to another team and have a run like that? Probably. It's not going to be on Carolina, at least not next year. But the other thing I'll I'll finish this off with is how like how bad of a look is it to make the comment that you want to move on from a quarterback because he's not enough of, a, of an adult in a room just to move on to a guy that's got 20 something sexual assault charges, pay this guy a record breaking deal of 200 X amount of million, right? Put stipulations in his contract that if he takes on a suspension, he won't miss any of the money, possibly miss the guy all year. When you are one of the most win now rosters right now, you're literally just putting all these guys on a red shirt year at that point. Like if Deshaun's not winning and I'm rolling out with Jacoby Brissett, I might go up to Miles Garrett and go take the year. I might go up to Nick Chubb and go take the year. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting a year of these guys' career. So that brings me forward to the next like pedestal that's got to fall here. It's got to be Jimmy G, right? But if you're the Browns, do you go make a deal and bring in a guy on a one-year – like, Jimmy G can take you to the Super Bowl. We've seen that, like, what, three years ago now? Like, he can do it. The Browns roster is as ready as the Niners. So the only thing that could kind of even, like, make the Browns look kind of not like a bunch of idiots is something like that, in my opinion. But at the same point in time, you're going up against a team like Seattle, which I doubt Seattle's going to pull off a trade for Jimmy G in, in division, you know. But I just – Highly unlikely. Baker won this, in my opinion. I hope he goes out week one and puts up 70 points on the fucking Browns. I really do. I, I hope he puts up 232 guaranteed points on the Browns or whatever that contract is. <laughs> just, uh, it's just nuts to me. Um, I, like Desh- Deshaun Watson might never play a game again. Yeah, you know? he might not. And it's crazy just, to say. Crazy to say, is, but he might. It is so crazy to say. And at the end of all this, the Texans actually look smart. You know, yeah. it's certain teams just never get out of their own way. And this just goes to show that the Browns are one of those teams. But it is what it is. I'm happy for Baker. The one crazy thing is to see Baker and Darnold on the same team, considering they were the one and two pick in what, the 2016 draft? 18. You know, 18. 18. Yeah. Pick one and two. Owen, oh, to what you said about the QB competition there, I think it'll start with the door creaked open. Just a little bit. Because Darnold is a talent. We're not, we can't act like Darnold doesn't have any talent, right? But Baker just wants it more. You know what I mean? So I think the door is a little open, but Baker's going to slam that fucker shut. And uh, Darnold's going to get flipped to somebody like Seattle. And not matter anymore. But uh, now I think Baker might even make the – I mean, the Panthers, if, if McCaffrey and everybody stays healthy, I mean, they might be a playoff team this year. Okay. I right. Let me throw this out there for you guys. Is it crazy to say that there's not really a true winner for this trade? I, I would say – I think Baker wins no matter what. I, I would say the caveat being Baker is your sole winner just because he gets out of the Cleveland situation and gets away from that, which I think is a sole win. But to me, are either of these teams really winners of this trade? Seth, I'll go first on this. I have been heard 
saying on this podcast many a times that you take a shot on a quarterback every year. Have I not? I think you've said that a few times, yeah. I have said that a few times. You take a shot on a quarterback every fucking year. And, hey, the Carolina Panthers have taken two shots this year, right? One in the draft, one in free agency. I'm all for it. One of them is a playoff quarterback. One of them is the first round, first overall pick. One of them from last year is a second overall pick. If they can't make one of these guys work, first of all, Matt Rule is got to be fired. And second of all, you got some goddamn bad luck or coaching. Um, so no, Seth, I honestly think, especially with the the price they're getting Baker for, I think they're the clear cut winner over the Browns. I don't think so, anybody ever wins when they're moving on from a first overall pick. No, you're you're not wrong there. I think Cleveland is obviously a, a, a big loser, other than getting uh, getting out of the Baker drama that's happened the last two years, year and a half. Pause. They get Pause. a pick. They created that drama themselves, though, did they not? Yes and no. I mean, Baker was a bit of a character when he came in and has been since. But Is that drama less or more than the Deshaun drama? Oh, yeah. I mean, 100% less. There's so, not an argument there. To answer your question with what you're giving me, you get out of one drama into a worse drama that has legal ramifications. You offer a historic contract to a guy that might never play again and move on for, from your first overall pick. Do you think that you're a winner doing that? No. Thank you. No, my, my point is that no, – that's not my point. Um, but I'm saying, I mean, does does Carolina really look that good bringing Baker in? I mean, is he really – I've been low on Baker. I've made that known the last year and a half, especially last year. Baker's just not that good in my opinion. Is he a step up from Sam? Yeah, but – not that much, but it also goes to show that Carolina doesn't really know what to do with the quarterback position. Because if you go back a few years ago, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater. That was a fail. They brought in Cam Newton and Sam Darnold last year. Big fail. Now they're bringing in Baker Mayfield. Big question mark there. They've just thrown all these resources at the quarterback position the last few years, and none of it's worked. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a low risk this time because they're only giving up a fourth or a fifth-round pick. But still, they just keep throwing these resources at quarterbacks, and none of them are working out. And this team really hasn't changed all that much other than the quarterback position. And Sam Darnold was not good. Well, he was good the first, what, maybe four weeks of the season? They were really high. good. And then he fell off. Is Baker going to do that much better? I think a little bit, but to me, this doesn't really change the trajectory of the team all that much. I don't think Baker takes them from a below average team to a Super Bowl winning team. Seth, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Sure. Are they a better team today with Baker than they were a week ago without Baker? They are. Yes, they are. I think, I think it's the right move then. But no, you're not wrong. I'm not saying that it's not a move that they should have done, but I what just don't. The, what was the Panthers' biggest weakness going into the offseason? Obvious. I, I feel like that's a trick question. Yeah. Is it oh, the quarterback no. position? Thank you. It was the quarterback position. Who was the best available quarterback this offseason, Seth? Even in the draft, if you all of them, who's the best available? 
Probably Baker, but Jimmy Seth, G is right I, up there too. I think I would take Baker over Jimmy G. I think you've answered your question, Seth. Here's here's what I'll say. I am a firm believe, believer in quarter shoot your shot repeatedly with the quarterback. This is where I'll say it looks messy, and I agree with you a little bit. You look at the stats from last year for the Carolina Panthers. You have 11 games started, a 4-7 and seven record, nine touchdowns and 13 picks for Sam Darnold. Started hot, cooled the Jets real fast. You have P.J. Walker starting one game, played in five, won that one game, threw one touchdown, three picks. Where it really looks ugly is where you have Cam Newton starting five games. Yeah. Throwing four touchdowns and five picks and looking up, looking like the skeleton of Cam Newton's MVP. That's where it starts to look bad. But where it starts to kind of look like, I get it. You start looking at who is running the ball for him. Chuba Hubbard. Who is catching the ball for him? DJ Moore had a good year with a bunch of scrubs. But after DJ Moore, who's catching the ball? Robbie Anderson over the course of what? I think he played. Did he play all year? He did play all year. But he was like in between with head stuff, I think, if I remember right. But it's like, as you flip through these numbers, I I get it. Like, here's the deal. If my Eagles, say we go back to the end of Chip Chip Kelly there, even the end of uh, Reed and Philly, Kevin Cobb, Mike Vick, Donald McNabb, all played in the same season for the Eagles, right? I I didn't even flinch because you got to figure out who your guy is. If you don't have a quarterback, you you don't have nothing. You have nothing in the NFL, right? And it's if Aaron Rodgers goes down tomorrow, if his tattoo is the bad luck in that witch of a girlfriend, Owen, like you mean, you sent us. Um, if he goes down tomorrow, who's who's playing week one? Jordan Love. What if he sucks? Who's playing week two? Who's playing week three? Jordan Love. Who, okay, is Jordan Love? If you roll out Owen five, who's playing week six? Jordan Love. I don't agree with that. I don't think what do you think they'll trade? Do you think they'll trade for Jimmy G at that point? Is that what you're trying to say? I think at that point you got to make a move. You have a win now roster and you're just gonna let this guy bury it. No, I don't oh and six. You're almost like that's a hole you can't get out of. I don't think that's the thing, is I don't even think it'd get that far. My point being is the Panthers got to get something going, and Matt Rule knows it, right? Like this guy's on his last legs in Carolina. He's done nothing impressive outside of like what his first year. And uh He's not looking like this, you know, offensive savant that he's supposed to be. So it's like, hey, keep shooting your shot, trying to find a guy that's going to make you look good. Darnold looked like he could have been something. Clearly, there's some talent and ability there. It comes down to, is he seeing ghosts every game, like he said in New York when he was playing the Patriots? Or what? I don't know. Cam Newton was a waste of time. But uh, I, I don't blame anybody for, hey, it was a bad draft. There was nobody available in the free agent market. They lost on the Deshaun sweepstakes. They didn't want Wentz, obviously. Baker was the best available option. They went and got him. I think this is a win all the way around for the uh, for the Panthers. I guess so what it comes down to for me is, first off, Baker might not even start week one. Like, Sam Darnold could still take the job. You also have Matt Corral, who they drafted in the third round, not saying that he's going to have any competition, but he was drafted earlier in the draft, so – you got to think they have some kind of future outlook. All I'm saying is, 
bringing Baker in, I don't think really changes this team all that much. It doesn't tilt the needle a little bit. Tilts the needle a little bit. That's it. Are they better than the Falcons now? Yes, they are. You know they are. Is is Baker a better option than Jameis? Yes, he is. You think so? Are the Panthers now number two in the division? Probably with Baker. Owen, I think you're on the same page as me. And I appreciate that because Owen and I aren't always on the same page. But, Seth, here's my point. Would you really bet money on Baker not being the starting quarterback week one? Barring I mean, I would put, I mean, if I had to choose between the three, it would be Baker. Yes. But I Baker mean, the, field, I'm going the door Baker. is open. Like you said, the door is open. It's going to be an it's open competition. This much. It's still split. there. If there's any difference to split here, um, as I always try, I'm so like, I'm a fan of good Baker. Like I think 2020 Baker is the actual Baker, uh, you know, sans injury, give him a full recovery period, give him a team who doesn't want him to fail, uh, which the Panthers, again, it, look, here's the other thing. It might not work. It might not even be Baker's fault. The Panthers are an absolute trash organization for the last five years since what's his nuts took ownership. They've had, yeah, three straight uh, top eight first round picks, right? No quarterbacks. None. They could have traded up if they wanted to. This has been total organizational organizational failure. Uh, they thought they were smarter than everyone else. They wanted a ready-made quarterback. It never worked. And this one, they might luck into it. I think Baker's success, um, they'd be winning in spite of what this coaching staff ownership organization is trying to do to the team, which is it's just – they're in a bad spot. They're going to be in a bad spot. I hope Baker succeeds. It's only a one-year deal left, right? Because otherwise right. Yeah, he's up for – Yeah, him yeah. and Sam Darnold, both of them. So that's the thing. It's a, definitely a win for Baker. If he does good, he can get the hell out if he knows – Lottery, bang. Yeah, if he does good, he's, he's cashing in next offseason. So – or the Panthers can finally realize they have something and throw the world at them for yep. a contract. Um. I, I'm sitting high. I, like I said, I'm a high on Baker. I want to see, and if it doesn't work out this year for him, there'll be a little bit of an excuse, but um, I think it's, I think it's time, but I think this is like, finally, like he gets his opportunity. He's going to be healthy. Hopefully we'll see what happens. I just want to add one more point real quick to what Owen said. As the NFC South sits right now, you have Tom Brady, who is father time and is 167 years old, not going to play much longer. Atlanta's got who knows what's playing next year at quarterback, you know, the year after this. You got Tampa, or or not Tampa, you got New Orleans. You don't even know if Jameis makes it through the year, right? Do they just get fed up with him if he has a six-interception game or something crazy? I don't know. Can that guy actually read a book right now with his eyes? I don't know. So what I'm saying is if Baker comes out, and say Baker throws for 4,200 yards and just shy of 30 touchdowns and leads the Panthers on this miraculous season to the playoffs, you've probably got the best quarterback in the NFC South next year. That's a pretty damn good position to be in. And that's a pretty weak division once Brady leaves. I mean – That is true. That is true. That is a pretty break weak division. That. So what I'm saying is I think Carolina's in a good spot. Owen, I couldn't agree with you more. Ownership, coaching in Carolina – 
is it's like that white dried up dog shit in your lawn that you just can't stand, but you don't want to pick it up. That's what it is. Nobody will get rid of it, but it's there. Right. And here's Baker Mayfield. Like you're just going to make the best of that. So I, I like the move. I'm a Baker fan. I hope the best for him. I would love for him, like I said, to roll out week one and just put up a 50 burger on the Browns. That would, that would make my goddamn day. Fair enough. All right. Let's quickly, let's flip it to the other side. We talked a lot about the Carolina Panthers in this um, and as, as we should have, uh, but quickly let's talk Cleveland because they do dump Baker. There is the question mark still around Deshaun Watson and his possible suspension or what it's going to look like. A lot of reports recently is it could be a year, uh, a whole season or indefinite. They're trying to as well. Um, so where, where does that put Cleveland at quarterback? They have Brissett, like we've mentioned. They have Jacoby Brissett, who they brought in. Really nobody else beyond that. Jeremy, I think you mentioned this pre-pod, I believe. You talked about possibility. Do they bring in Jimmy G? What is the fallout in Cleveland with Baker gone now and all the question marks surrounding, uh, surrounding Watson? So what are you asking here? Do you Are you asking – what, what should they do about their backup situation? Because theoretically Baker was going to be, now there's a lot of reports that came out that said, he's not even, he, he's not going to do that. If Deshaun Watson does get suspended, he wouldn't even go in, wouldn't bother. But now that he's officially gone, do they stick with Brissett? And like you mentioned too, Jeremy, it's like a lost year for Cleveland. If that like does right happen. Here. Oh, and I don't mean to just march all over your parade here. Um, I just want to say something real quick about, who they got in there for a quarterback. Jacoby Brissett's one year starting, okay, as a quarterback was 2019, the year that Luck was out, right? He was a Colt. The Colts weren't terrible. Like, they had de- decent offense. He went 7-8. and eight. He went to 2,942 yards, 18 touchdowns, six picks. He looked serviceable, right? Like, he, he wasn't terrible. Serviceable I think- is a good word. Yeah, I think he's – you can get by, right? He's not going to sink the ship, but he's – some of us are pulling the trailer and some of us are riding on the trailer. Boys, he is riding on the trailer, okay? I would say with that running game, if Kareem Hunt doesn't get dealt, which I have a straight, like a strong feeling he probably does get dealt, if you roll into, if you roll into week one and you got Hunt and Chubb and Brissette at quarterback – in the AFC North, you can be competitive, right? I mean, the Steelers are going to sneak a game out on you, but they're probably not going to outscore you at home. Uh, if Lamar plays a, like a big-time Lamar year, they probably sweep you. The Bengals, I think, are going to have a letdown season, so they probably split that one. The thing about it is in the AFC North, you got to have a stud at quarterback because those teams, are they're, they're going to beat each other up, right? If you get a big year out of Burrow or Lamar, you're third or fourth seed with Brissett immediately, right? If not, for sure. And then, I mean, if uh, if somebody in Pittsburgh grabs it and runs like Big Ben did when he was a rookie, I mean, you're fucked then. But you don't want to see pick it, Browns, baby. You don't want to see this Browns team take fourth in the division this year. With all that talent, your coach is getting fired. Like something's happening at the end of that season. You know what I mean? So, so that's what I'd say is in most situations – Yes, it's probably fine. With this roster 
and the way I mean, people were like talking about these guys in the Super Bowl last offseason. No, I don't think Brissett is good enough. But what are you going to do? Are you going to go move for Jimmy G? What's the probably point? the only other logical option? Owen, what do you think? What do you think, Mr. Benson? Yeah. Um, if they're serious about a playoff hunt, I, I mean, they're probably hoping this, you know, to get this decision as soon as possible. I would imagine if before training camp, they'd be gunning for a Jimmy G for sure. If it's like, if it's a full season, but I think that's probably the only way that comes out. I don't know what happens with Jimmy G. That's a whole interesting situation. Now that all the takers are pretty much gone. Uh, Seattle might be like the only one, but he's not going to go mid uh, inner division. So, you know, the Browns, like I'm giving up on the Browns right now, <laughs> unless it, you know, unless he's cleared of all charges, like then we can be excited of, uh, for him as a playoff team. But it's like this roster has been one of the best rosters in football besides the quarterback for three years. So. Oh, and I want to add to that. Stefanski has been there for two years. His first year, they went 11 and five and took third. Okay. Steelers went 12 and four. Baltimore went 11 and five. Bengals were trash. Year two for Stefanski, they went eight and nine. They tied with the Ravens. Okay. Pittsburgh squeaked them out nine and seven and one. Cincinnati obviously went on their miraculous run at the end of the season. You don't want to go into year three and take a step backwards, right? Because the roster remains pretty much the same. You still got the studs on defense. You've actually built up that secondary. You still got the horses in the backfield. As funny as it sounds, your receiver room is probably better than it's ever been. I mean, you got rid of big names, but those big names were head cases. That kind of were the demise of this team, I mean, as far as Baker goes. But uh, the offensive line is as strong as it gets. If you take a step back this year, this is the best chance that they have to win the AFC North right now. Pittsburgh's as weak as it's going to be without Big Ben. Lamar after last year is as weak as it's going to be. You can't imagine since he's going to go on another run like that. I mean, they'll be good, but they're not going to be Super Bowl-bound good. Yep. But, I mean, this is your chance in Cleveland. So, if you're, you're shit in the bed, I mean – some somebody's getting fired at the end of the year and somebody's leaving for sure. Like I can't imagine miles Garrett goes into the next off seasons. Like I'm okay. Just being middle of the pack. I'm okay. Never doing anything. I'm okay. Watching the QB carousel. You know what I mean? I'm okay. Watching hey, some franchises are like that. They're, they're, they're okay with. Okay. The thing about it though, is with teams out there, like the Rams who are willing to just mortgage their future to go get a guy like miles Garrett. If the Browns pull this another year, I think that roster is going to implode. That's just my opinion. What a sight that would be. They they deserve it. Oh, and any additional thoughts on that one? No, it's it's. I just don't like talking about bad organizations. Like it's just the Panthers and the Browns. It's just like it's from one negative to another evil. Like it's just yeah, not wrong, not wrong. You know, again, like the whole situation. Like I like it for Baker. I just this Watson thing has tired me out and I don't, I don't really care anymore. Um, would like to see him on the field. That'll be kind of maybe reinvigorate it. But um, the Browns, I've, like I said, I've just given up. Amari Cooper, like me, you know, I kind of root for that guy too. Like he, that's still a good uh, addition, but 
Um, you know, this Brown, like it's, they've just been good and we've all known it and it's just been so disappointing. So yeah, been, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. Let's uh, move on then. I think we've, we've handled that one enough. Um, some we're other big staying, news. We're still staying with the news, right? We are a couple, a couple got, additional pieces here. And then I got one. I want to say real quick. Cause okay. we didn't even talk about a pre-pod. The Raiders named Sandra Douglas Morgan. Their first, it's the first black female president of football operations. The Raiders did that today. They hired her. Okay. Oh, today. All right. I didn't yeah. see that one. Um, and that's an NFL first. Obviously, there's there's been the big woman empowerment movement for everybody, which is big, obviously. I mean, the Eagles had to, somebody come in as a interim GM. Uh, the Vikings tried to sign her. There's coaches all over the league. Tampa is obviously big on that. But uh, that's pretty big. Not only is it a, a woman, but a minority to be head of uh, the NFL's, I mean, the team's uh, president. You know what I mean? That's big. It is. Yes. No, that's cool to see. It's, it's a groundbreaking moment. Um, and I'm sure it'll continue. But, yeah, it's always cool to see those kind of things happening, regardless of who, who, who it is. Yep. And All then right. another one, I don't know if we mentioned it pre-pod, was Terry, Terry McLaurin. Big, big we 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 touched on it briefly. Um, McLaurin signing a three-year deal. I didn't see the exact numbers on it, or at least I don't remember what it was at this point. But I do remember it was a three-year deal that kind of solidifies him. He was a big question mark receiver. Yes. Um, yeah, big time. And then definitely a move the commanders have had to make uh, with the dumpster fire that's going on with another, a third, probably three of the worst organizations in, in football right there. You just keep talking we, about them. All. We keep, we just hit them all. It's because they just continue to be in the news and this is what they do. They're bad, but you know what they say? No publicity is bad publicity. I don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, on to other news. Um, thankfully, this is one of two, hopefully happening in the next year. Gronk retires. Finally, finally official. He made the announcement. It's a couple weeks now, um, but he was uh, unofficially retired last time we potted. Now it's official. Uh, he has made his retirement. Uh, who knows? Two months from now, he could be like, hey, you know what? Brady's calling me back. Sure, I'll Why join not? the last three months. Bet if Brady season. called him this fall, he'd probably say yes. He probably would. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's retired for now, but Brady calls Jake him in October. Yeah. And says, Hey, you know, we want you for the last couple months playoff run. Why don't you come join us? I'll throw you some more touchdowns. He'd say yes. We all know it. We all know he would. But as of right now, he's retired. And congratulations to Gronk. And a pretty remarkable career. Obviously, very um, decorated with all those Super Bowls and stuff. But this is uh, three weeks late, but to our text conversation. Gronk, the goat of tight ends? Uh, you know, I had a different name in mind, but that's okay. I know it's uh, – it's, it's, I would say it's either him him and uh, Tony Gonzalez at the top for sure. Off, off the top, give me top three. Uh, Gonzalez, Gronk, I would say uh, Winslow, Gates. Ditka. Ditka. Um, Newsom. 
Newsome, yes, that's the one I was trying to think of when you said Ditka. I was trying to think of Newsome. Um, probably those guys. Jason Witten on the outside looking in in that, but still I think Jason Witten is a name you could consider. I was Kelsey. He's not going to name that guy. Oh, Kelsey, yeah. He's not done yet, but yes. Uh, Sharp as well, probably. Don Hudson name. was an end. Was he? Technically? He, he was listed as an end. It doesn't say wide receiver tight end. It was end. Uh, so back then, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that's where, that's where I'd go. But top three for sure would be um, Gonzalez, Gronk. Gronk. I don't know. It's a toss-up number three. I mean, Gates, to me, uh, I'd maybe go Gates, but that's maybe a recency bias. I don't know. That's a toss-up. I'm with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, now the big – this is the important news that we've all been waiting to hear. Aaron Rodgers' new tattoo. Did you guys see it? I assume you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I seen uh what was it? I it was a tweet. It said um, when you when you ask an AI to create a tattoo that will impress Joe Rogan, <laughs> it was it was like that's exactly what it was. It looks, I mean, it looks cool and it definitely fits his weirdo um, it does. attitude. I thought those were like chemistry like sci- me too yeah some top. kind of scientific stuff yeah and then it, and then i realized carrie immediately looked at it and she's like oh those are the zodiac signs i was oh. like what oh and then yeah of course they were the constellations for each of the yep. zodiacs so he got his whole tarot thing like his his which girlfriend probably had him had him do <laughs> i don't know it, lo- it looks cool but obviously he's gonna get bagged on just for being a weirdo so <laughs> i mean i heard he got I- the design from Kyrie irving <laughs> that was the other one too this guy's been talking to Kyrie, or he's like he went to his tattoo guy and said give me the Kyrie irving <laughs> it was like, it was, he was you know getting roasted on it pretty good i think it looks pretty cool i mean yeah, all I like jokes it. aside you know i just the only thing is like seeing that week one like on his arm during the game will be like very jarring it will you know? be yes after 17 years of nothing <laughs> Hey, it's on his non-throwing arm, though, right? Isn't it on his left? Yeah, I think so. I don't see – you don't see, like, quarterbacks have, like, forearm tattoos, you know? That was one thing yeah. I noticed at the draft this year. A lot of these young guys have sleeves, like cold-blown sleeves. Yeah. I would love to get a Lamar Jackson tattoo. does, doesn't he? No? I think he – I don't know if he has forearm, but I think he has, like you – know. I know he's got some, at least, then. Right. I, I'm pretty – I feel like I've seen him. So. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, tat, I'll tat it up. We like it. Just just another rebel move by Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jeremy, you want to end your news with your, your Eagles talk there with the, a new addition to the to this dominant secondary that it has become? Jaquiski Tart, who signed him off the scrap heap. Uh, I mean, he was uh, the next best guy, honestly. I mean, floating around out there. A dude that was a, I mean, a hell of a box safety for the Niners the last, you know, his first couple of years of his career. The last two years, they kind of turned him into a single high guy. I mean, Marcus Epps is the guy that's really been taking some some strides last year, this year. Malcolm even kind of came on and talked about him this offseason. I, I, I'm i kind of high on Marcus Epps. It's like, a, I mean, he's obviously one of those dudes, if you, if you weren't an Eagles fan, you, you wouldn't even know. 
Um, yep. Anthony Anthony Harris is kind of looks slow <laughs> last year, especially. Uh, Rodney's gone, so I mean that's a big move. So it was like we needed somebody to fill the room. You know, another another veteran guy. He's the dude that I wouldn't really say he's got any glaring weaknesses, but I also wouldn't say like, hey, this guy's a ball hawk or hey, this guy's a, a massive hitter. But he's a dude that does a lot of a lot of things well, um, and he can run. I mean, he can he can actually run, which is something Anthony Harris last year did not look like he could do. So, no, I, I'm all for it. Um, I mean, if Marcus Epps doesn't take strides, that's going to be a problem because. Uh, I mean, we've had a couple of dudes. Kayvon Wallace has not came along. I mean, he was a dude that immediately, like, was compared to Dawkins coming out of Clemson, but you don't do that, obviously. But, no, <laughs> it's, it's a big move as far as this late in the offseason. It's a big move. Um, yeah, for sure. So, no, I'm, I'm all about it. Kind of solidify him and Bradbury. I mean, that's big. This is knock on wood. I don't like doing this to myself, but. The way this offseason's kind of coming together, if this team gels, it reminds me a lot of 2017. You got a quarterback realistically on his second year starting. You got a lot of skill position talent. Um, we just brought in AJ Brown. He's kind of the Elshon in that situation. Bradbury, you know, a lot of these guys coming in, it's it's kind of a little bit of a resemblance to 2017. Now you just gotta have Sirianni take a dog step you know and go off but hey don't i forget I, about I, nick Foles. we don't need nick Foles. we got jalen hurts um no i'm, I'm all about it give no. me no. give me some of that no it's a good it's a good uh good veteran addition um i saw that move a few days back when it happened uh yeah it's a good move it just it's another added piece which always helps of course yeah. right all right I think it's time we jump in to this division, our next one, um, which is, like I mentioned earlier, the NFC West. Now, how we'll do it tonight is we will do our um, predictions, do our winners, go through the standings there, do our top five, and that's how we'll do it. And then as we go through our winners or as our predictions, uh, we'll kind of just, uh, you know, touch on each of these teams and what we feel, why we feel like they are there, things like that. Um, I have my list, of course. Anybody, does anybody want to go first? Otherwise, I am more than happy to do the honors, as always. Are you doing players or teams right now? We're doing teams and then players. I think you should go first, Seth. Seth, I think you should go first as well. All right, I just reveal my answer key so you guys steal it. Um, no, now we know how not to answer. Oh, you're right. Cause the Rams last in the division next year. That's fair. That's uh, not how you have it. Well, I can't spoil it. All right. Let's start at the bottom. Start at the bottom. I think this is pretty obvious. I assume will be the same across the board. I have the Seattle Seahawks starting at number four. Last place in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, for a plethora of reasons, they struggled last year without Russell. They struggled with Russell. Granted, he had a lot of injuries, uh, even when he came back. Uh, no Russell. Drew Locke is the guy, apparently, supposedly. They have Gino, Gino, right, is the other one there, Gino Smith. 
and then, of course, no Bobby Wagner, who went to division rival, the Rams. Hollywood over there. This team has lost. Still looking to trade some of their big-name guys like DK, like Lockett, players like that. So this is a team that really – I don't think they know where they're going. It, it's a rudderless ship almost. It feels like it, it's, it's stranded out there. Um, I think to me, they could be one of the worst teams in the league next year. You know, I, I agree with you. And I wouldn't even say as much as we bagged on these other terrible organizations. I don't even think they're like a bad organization. They aren't. But they yeah, just kind of I mean, hit that crossroads. It feels like just not enough going on. You know, I think I they think all know it. It was kind of like the Lions last year, where it's just like we know this is going to be a trash year. <laughs> Lions made it exciting, though. I don't know if Seattle will make it exciting. This exactly, year. they were fun to watch, but mainly because of the you know the Dan Campbell attitude. But <laughs> exactly, um, it feels like maybe it's time to move on from Pete, as successful as he was and as good as he was. You know, it's kind of like McCarthy and Green Bay. You, you kind of just run your course, and then it's like, yeah. It's time to move on. We need something new. And it kind of feels like that's how it is in Seattle now, especially with Russ gone. You kind of, you've already moved one piece. It's time to move to the next one. Uh, so, yeah, Seattle there at four. Uh, I have the Arizona Cardinals at three. Reason why Arizona at three. Um, biggest one is no hop the first eight games. Eight games, right? That's what it is, I believe. That six, sounds right. Yeah, six to eight, something like that. First half, first quarter of the season. Uh, and we know what Murray looked like without him last year. Will that change? Eh, maybe a little bit, not much. They have added some pieces, but obviously nothing uh, DeAndre Hopkins, like one of the top receivers in the game. So I think they're going to struggle at first. And then we know how Cliff Kingsbury likes to uh, struggle at the end of the season too. Um so I think it's a bad mixture uh, of, of situations going on here. Uh, so I don't see them doing much um, with Hopcon. So I have them third there. I, I think they could be a, a 500 team, uh, but that's probably might even, the best. Might even sneak a, you know, a seven seed, but. Maybe. Know. I mean, if Murray can play, not even MVP like ball the first six to seven weeks while Hop is gone, but play good ball, and then he comes back. I think absolutely they could they could challenge the Rams. I feel like for the division, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not confident in what Murray can do without Hopkins around just because he hasn't really shown. Exactly. The, they still they'll always have that big upside, you know. But yep. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, moving on then. I do have the Niners at two. I, I kind of flip-flopped the Niners and Cardinals, um, mainly because who, who's going to play quarterback for the 49ers? That's what is the big thing. Now, it's probably going to start to be Jimmy G. Yes, they went to the NFC Championship last year because of it. I, I Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, they're a very talented team, uh, but the quarterback position is the biggest question mark. Now, even if Jimmy G starts, who knows how long he's going to play? Trey Lance, is he finally going to show up? Jimmy G's going to get hurt, forces Trey Lance to come in. Jimmy G's always hurt. 
We'll see. I mean, this was a near Super Bowl team last year, so you can't count them out. Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. Um, so we'll see. I, I mean, I expect big things overall, but the quarterback, the quarterback position is kind of what me kept kept me from having them challenge the Rams for the most part. Um, just because it's still a big question mark. Trey Lance is there. We thought Jimmy G was going to be gone, but Trey Lance hasn't really flashed, hasn't really brought much to the team yet. So Jimmy G is still there, which I feel like puts an awkward situation in the locker room because they don't know. They don't know where to go. Jimmy G's here now. Trey Lance is trying. So it's like this Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers thing, kind of. But uh, Jimmy G ain't Aaron Rodgers. He's just the set, you know, he's just the steady part when he's healthy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, But I would say Trey Lance and Jordan Love could be pretty uh, comparable. At this moment, yeah. Um, So we'll see. But, I mean, 49ers will probably be a playoff team regardless uh, just because of who they are and all the weapons they have around. They still have uh, Debo, even after all the offseason drama. He's there. Um, obviously they got Kittle, they got Bosa, they got Ayuk, stuff like that. Kyle's Kuschek, the, uh, the Swiss army knife out there, whatever he is. Um, yeah, I mean, San Francisco is going to be there. They're going to be a playoff team. It's just, uh, how much does that quarterback position really hold them back? Uh, which ends it all. Of course, shouldn't be a surprise. I hope it's not for you guys. The Los Angeles Rams. As your NFC West division winners once again, they for the most part brought the band back for one more. Other than OBJ, they even brought in Bobby Wagner. They brought in other pieces. They lost Von Miller, yes, um, but still they got Aaron Donald, Stafford's there. They brought in. Cup. They got Cooper. Yeah, who's the other receiver they brought in? Because they Alan lost Woods. Robinson. That's it, Allen Robinson. He's kind of a forgotten name the last couple of years because of the horrendous quarterback play in Chicago, but he gets a legitimate one finally. And I feel like he might almost explode. Maybe not that much because Cooper is going to demand all those targets, but Allen Robinson is going to have the best chance to succeed ever in his career. And we could see, we could see him flourish with that. Um, Rams are going to be, one of the best teams in the league next year, like they were last year. So it'll be scary for other teams. As long as Stafford is healthy and on the field, watch out for the Rams. That's it. So Seattle, Cardinals, Niners, Rams. Jeremy, I dare you to have a different list than Seth. Seth was Seattle's the bottom. Cardinals three. Niners is two. Rams is one. Yep. I got a different list. So <laughs> here we go. Owen, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for this shit. Owen, did you go? So nope. Owen, write this down because this is the correct list. Okay. Um, coming in at number four. I'm sure will be the pod favorite for four and average for four is the Seattle Seahawks. Um, You just don't roll into a year with Drew Locke and expect to do much. I mean, yeah, DK's out there on Twitter defending him against, I don't know, some fucking water. Oh, Twitter world. 
whoever it was, I don't know. I don't care either. Um, Cause here's the deal, DK, you're probably gonna be lucky if you get a thousand yards next year, to be completely honest. Um, Lockett will probably be traded before the trade deadline. Like the Seahawks are just the only bright spot I expect next year is going to be Jamal Adams, which I'll come back to later in the pod. Um, but this, yeah, Seahawks are they're number four for sure. Um, at number three, it's going to be a tight race at one, two, and three. We all know that. Really? Um, yeah, I think we all know that. I mean, they were separated each step last year by a game, you know, 12 and 5, 11 and 6, 10 and 7. I could see it closing out very similar, if not two teams matching, because I, the Seahawks would be lucky to go 7 and 10 next year, in my opinion. But um, at number three, give me the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, oh. Here is my reasoning. Owen, who finishes the year at quarterback for the Niners? Whoever you want. Beth, who finishes the year for the 49ers at quarterback? Ultimately, honestly, I think it's Jimmy G. I do. So, if it's Jimmy G, your season's going to look a lot like this year, right? It's just Jimmy G is underwhelming. And he's just good enough to get the job done. Now, he can get the job done all the way to the Super Bowl if the team's going off. Um, I don't know. I I would never bet against Kyle Shanahan, but I would bet against that quarterback room. That's my opinion. Um, the Niners also are another team that, who knows, they might get hit with the injury bug like they did, what, two years ago? I wouldn't bet on it against anybody. You never hope for anybody to have that happen to them. But I just see – I see this season playing out a lot like last year for the NFC West, and that's what brings me to number two, the Cardinals. I don't see Murray falling off the same way he did last year, especially with Hopkins coming back at week, what, seven? I see them keeping their foot on the pedal a little better. They've made some good offseason acquisitions there. I – uh. I think Murray will be a little bit more – he's not going to be hot and cold like he's been the last couple of years. I think he's going to be more consistent. I'm going to bet on Kyler. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on Kyler to have maybe not quite be, you know, over week three going, this fucker's the MVP of the year. But I'm betting on him to be like, hey, this guy's a top 10 quarterback and he's not 10. Um, so give me Kyler Murray in the Arizona fighting Cardinals at number two. And then, at number one, give me the Super Bowl champs. I mean, you when you do moves like they do, where you're pulling on Bobby Wagner, uh, the you're just you're padding at this point. Like, I mean, on defense, you have one of the best players at all three levels. Um, Cooper Cup is a top receiver, top three receiver in the league, and he's not two and three. Um, you bring in Robinson, who is a one, all but like maybe three, four teams in the league. I mean, the rich are just getting richer, right? Matt Stafford, another year in that scheme with Sean McVay and Cooper Cup, uh, a healthy backfield all year round. I mean, I think the Rams are going to be a nightmare until Matt Stafford's gone. Um, 
I could see them separating themselves a little bit more. But I think the Cardinals and the Niners are still going to be tight. So, yeah, give me Rams one, Cardinals two, Niners three, Seahawks, Cellar Dwelling. <clears throat> Jamie, you did that just to spite me and just to not be the same. I think so. I put this down before I walked out of the room to help a babe. Um, I am the only thing I truly believe in in San Francisco is Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, George Kittle, and Shanahan. That's and all Debo I mean. Samuel, Fred Warner. I don't believe in Debo or Fred Warner like the rest of those guys. You're a but psychopath. Hey, but hey, they're good. But I Raheem don't Morris. I don't know. Still not getting there. Keep trying, though. Not trying. That's what it is. I don't believe in those guys like the ones I named. Oh, and I don't think you do either. I believe in them. Not like those other guys. You said you said you don't believe in anybody but the guys you listed. And I listed guys you should believe in. I'll walk it doesn't back. matter the varying degrees, okay? It's a those yes or no my, question, Jeremy. Do you believe agents. in Debo Samuel? No. <laughs> wow. Good. All right. Well, he said it. I got him to say it. Um, Seth, you you have the correct answer, actually. It is it is Seattle, Arizona, San Francisco. Arizona is a is it's it's still a yet to be seen. It's still it still hasn't matured. We thought it would mature last year. It did not. It got worse in some ways. Cliff gonna cliff. Kyler completely shut off after his injury. Uh, and now you have six more weeks without D Hop. It is six confirmed. It is a six week suspension. Yeah. Um. You know you lose Chandler Jones. Whether you you know whether that's the that's biggest. The big, yeah. You know, you know, Jeremy's probably just beating the drum for Zach Ertz here secretly. He's just rooting for the Cardinals a little bit at least. MVP. Certainly not. I, um, all I know is he was disrespected when Seth didn't name him off in his top three tight ends. I didn't get it. But anyways. <laughs> anyways, is correct. Yeah, I mean, we said what we needed to say about Seattle. Like they're they're it's a it's another year, like we talked about. I remember, I remember saying this for the Lions last year. It's going to be tryout for all the veterans. Who do we want to keep? Who cares about this team? Who wants to be here in the future? That's that'll be what's what's going on in Seattle if they're smart. Um, figure out what you're going to do for the future. Figure out if Drew Locke has any savability, or are you just trying him out as a backup for you know Philly for the next three years? So, nice. There you go, Owen. Uh, the, uh... San Francisco is just a better team. Like, that's just the fact. They have the stars to go toe-to-toe with the Rams, and they have uh, the depth. They have a lot of great, just young talent that just when they see the when they see the field, they're flying, whether they're in the right spot or not. They're flying. Um, you got all-pro receiver. You got a should-be all-pro D-lineman and will be. You got an all-pro linebacker, and you got Jimmy G, a Super Bowl quarterback, mind you. And maybe if he gets hurt, maybe Trey Lance still explodes. There's still that option. Like he's a third overall pick, former. Like it's still not like he's written off for any reason. You know, they could be they he could start week two. He could pop off, and then we got a new dynasty for five years. You know, these are things that could happen. The Rams have the potential and they have the now, right? But the Rams have the quarterback. 
Right. So, yeah, it's Rams. Rams are the clear favorite here. Donald, Ramsey, Cup, probably the three best at each of their positions. Uh, you know, argue Cup with Devontae, obviously, but still, they're all, they're all right there. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, easy, easy, easy for me. I think it's clear cut for me as Rams, Niners, Cards, Seahawks, with the Cards having that potential to make the playoffs. Exactly. Yep, that's kind of where I sat too. Um, yeah, pretty good. Otherwise, other than uh, Jeremy uh, with his Cardinals swap there. Okay, beautiful. Give it time, let's boys. Just, Give it time. Let's jump into yeah. the second half here and do our top five A and B. As always, week to week, top five A and B. It never fails. NFC West edition. Top five players within the division. This will be interesting because it'll be how many Rams do you have on your list? That's really was this well, yeah, and was it this as difficult for everybody else? This was difficult. There was like two or three, like for sure, and then the rest I could have went eight different ways. I think there's I have I have four for sure. There's got to be okay. four for sure on this list. Uh really four and a half, five. Um, really, it was really my last spot that I struggled. Interesting. Okay. And I'm still struggling. I, I'm keeping it here just because, um, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Mm, yeah. It has to go like this. Yeah. So I have my list. Four were easy. Five were really easy for me. Um, so I, whenever I, we are, uh. I think I have I went 10. first last time, so I think maybe you... let's reverse it. Also, I'll start first. Uh, yeah. we, I, I think I have ten total names. Uh, I started it with two, one, two, which I have since changed, and then I ended up with a little bit of smattering. But you're gonna, it's, it's... I have eleven total names, just for reference. Interesting. Okay, um, so let me start it off. Five. Where do I want my B? I want my a and B to be at the five spot. I do. So five B I'm starting off with the all pro receiver himself, Debo Samuel. Oh, okay. He's played himself into the spot. Not someone who last year we would have considered in this same like top echelon of the division, but he has played himself into it by sheer will uh, being utilized as a running back for a good portion of the year, which I hope they don't do to him too much. And just kind of use it as like that, you know, trickery type or just a change of pace type thing. But he's still, you know, one of the great receivers in the league. Give me Debo Samuel. 5A, splitting hairs. George Kittle. Kittle's the man. Kittle will always be the man. He's um, definitely my favorite tight end. Love the guy. A little bit of bias just because he is my favorite. Um but he's an absolute madman, monster, off-ball predator. Um, and he's still pretty damn good with the ball in his hands. Number four. Jeremy's going to look at me sideways, but I have Jalen Ramsey at number four. Wow. Okay. Still pretty damn good, I would say. You know, still give him that top spot at the cornerback position. Nobody really challenging that throne last year, but I would. This next year will be interesting. I think a lot of young guys coming up. But I mean, he's the he's the goat right now. 
leading me into he was the number two, Seth. I, I wrote down one guy and Jalen Ramsey right away. And then I thought about it. And then I just because of last year's performance for these other two, give me Trent Williams, an absolute powerhouse. My old lineman. He belongs in the top three. It's where he belongs. I hope you know it to be true. Both of you should reconsider if he's not. He doesn't make mistakes and all he does is dominate. It's just nonstop. You know, if there was no Trent Williams, Jimmy G would have no legs. He would zero legs left. No ACLs, no ankles, nothing. He'd look like Jeremy Shimko. <clears throat> the only reason. I think Zach and Shaw is right. a better example here, but. Correct. I'll take I'll take correct. It. Correct. He, he certainly limps like he has no legs. Trent Williams. Zach and needs a Trent Williams in his life. And if you, if you. Listeners, if you know somebody who has absolute glass ankles and strings for tendons in their knees, you need a Trent Williams following them everywhere they go. Number two, Cooper Cup, record maker, record breaker, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, probably Mr. what eight catches, hundred yards, a touchdown per week, and it turned and it only got higher up as the year went into the playoffs. It just – it turned into 10 catches, 110 yards, guaranteed, every week, throwing a touchdown or two. Yeah, it's Cooper Cup. It's pretty, you know, not much to argue there. I'd be interested to see if he falls at your two or your three or your four. But regardless, number two for me, Aaron Donald is the number one. He'll always be the number one until he decides to hang it up. That's just how it is. You know, probably the best player in the league. I hope they vote him. In the NFL top 100, I hope he isn't the number one because he deserves it. And Has he now, not been number one before? I'm not sure what was last year, actually, off the top of my head. But I'm sure the year before it was Mahomes. Um, but, you know, to go with your Hall of Fame career, now you have that cherry on top with the, like, Super Bowl winning play, you know? Yes. Like, there's not a lot of all-time greats that have that play. But when you do, it's like a, you know, true. Yep. They're remembered forever. So, yep. yeah, Aaron Down, number one. Repeat so, your list, Owen. 5B, Devo. 5A, George Kittle. 4, Jalen Ramsey. 3, Trent Williams. 2, Cooper Cup. 1, Aaron Donald. That is correct. You heard me right. 3 Rams, 3 49ers. I don't even think that's controversial. You don't think so, huh? I didn't. I don't think so. I do have eleven names, by the way, Seth. I did. I I I have like thirteen now because I had to add a few. There you go. You forgot Trent Williams. I can neither Devil. confirm nor deny that. <laughs> um. But yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, you want to go next? Are you still working on it? All right. I'll go I next got it then. pretty well summed up. I'm trying to figure out my five and six, basically. Um, I've got a big list going right now, and I'm sorting. But I've That's got my, how I feel. I've... I got my four locked in. Oh, and I feel bad, okay, that I forgot Trent Williams. I don't think about the offensive line. 
Even Not enough, I you should. don't. <laughs> um, but I know you will, and you kind of fixed my mistake there. So I just had to readjust a little bit. That's all. All right. All right. Sounds good. You yeah, know, Jeremy right. won't admit just... it, but he he's feeling the same way. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'll I'll tell you guys one thing real quick. Trent Williams is literally the first name I put down. First name. Can't wait to hear it. Do you have your list so, down or what? I've got my four. I got to figure out my. my I, I'll, I'll go next. I'll go next. Um. Uh, give me one second. I I just I can't do this. Seth is on the hot seat right now. All right, this is where I'm going. I, like Owen, have two teams representing my list. I tried real, real hard to get all four, and then you started throwing out a few names, and I'm like, I can't keep them off. Trent Williams being one, so somebody's got to sacrifice it. All right. This is where I start. This is a little controversial, but I think he belongs on this list because he's only ascending even more. I have Nick Bosa at 5B. Hardest one, my first honorable mention, hardest one to leave off the list. So I'm glad you did. I have Bosa here. Um, Probably the least decorated of all these players that I have on this list. I have probably 13 names now. Uh, He's the least decorated, but man, he is a game changer and... Just like his brother, uh, just uh, can wreak havoc in the backfield. Did it last year. Did it his rookie year. Obviously had those injuries his second year, but um, his third year, he, he really exploded last year. And he's only going to get better. What is he, 23, 24 years old? It's insane how young they are, too. He man, man, He took an NFC championship game over single-handedly as a rookie. The man is a monster, and he will always be, so as long as he's healthy, because he was hurt the year before, right? He was. Yep, he was. And came yes. back strong last year. Yeah, so I'm in complete agreement. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. 5B. 5A, I have George Kittle. George Kittle, 5A, he also needs to be on this list. Another 49er. Um, I know Jeremy's at, mad at me because I didn't put him on my top. To top tight end list, blah blah blah. Yeah, he probably does belong on there. But it, it, when you come up with those lists, it's so hard because there's so many great names. It's like how to differentiate. We can't just have a, a simple recency bias. You know, there's a lot of great tight ends back then. Um, but George Kittle probably does and probably will be at the end of his reign. He's still going strong. Uh, so yeah, George Kittle there. Uh, number four. I have Trent Williams, Owen. This is where I plugged him in. I could not put him at three ahead of these other players. Couldn't do it. He's great. Probably the best offensive lineman in the game overall. And you're not um, even going to put him in the top three of his division set. I'm not even going to put him in his top three of his division simply because of how great and dominant these other three players are. All right. Sounds good. I mean, and most other divisions, yeah, he'd probably be one or two. Or three, he'd probably be top three, but simply because of these other three players on this other team, can't do it. So let's get to those three. And it's just kind of where I have them ranked. Um, just about the same as Owen, except I swapped Ramsey and Trent Williams. I have Jalen Ramsey at three. 
simply because of what Cooper Cup did last year, like you mentioned, he just was automatic and was getting better each week as Mr. Automatic. Uh, so that's why I have Jalen Ramsey at three. And I think he will get some competition like he did a couple years ago from a man not far from here. So, yeah, three is Jalen Ramsey, two is Cooper Cup, and then uh, probably the best player in the game should be number one on every list, should be number one on the NFL list, Aaron Donald, one of the greatest of all time. He is one of the goats of the NFL. Well said. Has to be. Well said. Um, so, yeah, I have Bosa, Kittle, Trent Williams, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald is my list. All right, Jeremy. Yeah, it's a good list. It's, you know, if I if I didn't put Debo on, it's Bosa. So I, I respect it. I had to take off Hopkins for Trent Williams, but Hopkins was on my initial list. I also toyed with Fred Warner a lot too. Yep. It was hard to get a Seattle. It was, it was hard to get a Seahawk. I had Metcalf on my list, Adams, but I don't think Adams belongs on it. Metcalf to me more. But Metcalf is eh. So, Not top where six said. worthy. As we patiently Jeremy, await Jeremy's, he's still ironing out that uh, ironing out that list. Man, in all that time, I was just given. I accomplished one of my two. I struggle with the other one. Um, nobody's got a quarterback on their lists. Nope. Not this one. I have I have Murray and Stafford on my honorable mention. Not a bad not, spot. Not in the top five. Jeremy, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to spot it off as you go. We're waiting. The fans are at the edges of their seats, waiting for this list. I'm gonna do it. You better. That's, that's what we're waiting for. I'm going to do it. Stafford, huh? I mean, Stafford was his MVP pick last year. So. Oh, and he wanted the craziest thing? Yes, I do. It took Aaron Donald off the list. <laughs> oh, and so you want to know the craziest thing, my guy? Absolutely. Um, The anticipation. I've just changed this name three times in a row. Um, but I got it. My list is made up of two teams. Not not well even done. not even surprising at this point. Nope. Um, I think the honorable mention list is way more interesting. I think so. It's just so hard not to have these certain guys on here. Um, I have three defenders and three offensive players. Feel good about that. Um, Every single one of my players is either in their prime or getting to their prime. Which brings me to Matt Stafford, who is my five, my six. Um, man, 
He's in his prime, huh? He's still. Oh, yeah. He's at the end of it. I, right? I would agree just, with that. Yeah, absolutely. Luke just threw forty-one touchdowns. I mean, he's done that one other time in his career. That was his third year. Yeah, he's got Colt Cooper Cup. You know, now I don't so. give a fuck what he's got. He still did it. Owen, oh, I'm just saying he was a better quarterback it. in Detroit. But it's hey, Tom the team Brady that sucked. What'd you just say to me? He's a better he's quarterback. Quarterback in Detroit. Hey, that quarterback in Detroit, did he ever do anything in the playoffs? Because nah. the team sucked and the organization did. Now they got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Cooper Cup. So he's the most important position in all of sports. Look, I'm not like debating it that much. I'm just saying, like, it may what you're saying, what maybe, you're the saying last, maybe he's in his last year of his prime, like uh, something like that. The words you're speaking to me right the, now. <clears throat> listen, the way you man. the way you put it made it seem like they were all like rising stars. You know, which like you know, Aaron Donald's like 31. Obviously, he's in his prime. But it's just the way you made it. The way you in their prime. Or yeah, I know. Prime. It's just the way that you presented it made it seem like these are all 25 to 29. They're all going to be in the league a long time. That's what it came off as. That's all. No. All right. <laughs> Steph, is Matt Stafford still in his prime? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Quarterbacks play into the 40s. This dude's 33. He's not old. Yeah, I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers is in his prime, but he won back-to-back, you know, MVPs. Owen, I need you to stop talking for a minute. I'm just saying. Hey. He, he, Anyways. Owen, Owen, you don't think Rodgers is in his prime still? I wouldn't say prime, no. I wouldn't. Okay. back. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This is I, a whole I get debate. it. I get it. But I think Rodgers' prime athlete time is gone. Yes. He's not okay. the athlete he was five years ago. I think his arm is as strong as ever, and his mind is probably stronger than ever. Sharp as I attack. mean, he's won two MVPs in a row. How could you not say it's How still, could he's you not, not playing prime football? Prime. I just don't yeah. think a 38-year-old football player is in his prime. That's, you know. Was Tom I Brady at his prime that. at 38? I don't agree with that at all. And, Seth, I think you explained that a little poorly for the simple fact of I mean, no, this all started from your poor verbiage, and that's fine. That's just I was yeah, but you know, you're, I was what just... you're running off on right now in your explanation of a prime, LeBron James is in his prime. No, Aaron no, is in his prime. LeBron James isn't in his prime. His prime was Miami Heat 2010 to 2014. We all know that. And LeBron then he went James, to the his entire career is going to be a prime career. Yeah, oh, absolutely, but LeBron's yeah. for LeBron's prime, it's 2010 to 2014. Like that's his best absolute top of his game. So let's not take this to basketball. But you did. I'm just I'm out because that was my explanation, and you you took it a different way. I didn't take it, I took it how I took it. Okay, and that's Matt the way Stafford. It is. Matt Stafford just had his second best season of his entire career. And I'm happy for him. I ruined for him for sure. The season before that was, I mean, one of his probably top five. I think he's at his prime still. I think he's at the end of near sure. the end. I mean, of okay, yeah. Prime. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not even. You know, that was like a. I just wanted to debate the debate, but you got me with the LeBron thing. I know I'm right about that. So that's to be debated. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Matt Stafford is my six. Um, some names I left off, Kittle. I don't feel bad about leaving off Debo. I don't. I don't feel bad about Debo. Leaving off yeah, Debo. I'm fine with too. It He's an all-pro receiver. It kills me to leave off. How'd you leave off Kittle, Kittle though? I didn't because oh, I needed to have no. Matt Stafford and Nick Bosa. Um, oh, okay. 
Nick Bosa, I mean, what did he, he what was he third in sacks last year? Something like that. And that's I not mean, even his strong suit. No. Nick Bosa is ascending. Um, Kittle to me, I don't know. I love Kittle. Oh, and I get it all. There's something about Kittle to me that doesn't really change the game. I don't know what it is. That sounds crazy, just saying it out loud. But there's something about Kittle where it's like Travis Kelsey changes the game. Robert Gronkowski changes the game. Tony Gonzalez changes the game. George Kittle is an asset. I don't think he changes the game. That's my opinion. I think he's very, very good. He's been one of the top three tight ends in the league his entire career. But I don't know. That's just me. So I, I'm leaving him out for that. That's Is why he in his prime now? George Kittle? I don't think so. We're um, not going to ask this with every person. I want to. <laughs> Nick Bosa, though, is entering his prime. Okay. Um, it's hard to go wrong with putting the Bosa's on any any list, especially when it comes to division. I yep. mean, he's he's a stud in the making. Like, that guy's just freakish. Owen, who is your number four? Jalen. Jalen Ramsey is also my number four. Um, the very best cornerback in the NFL, not to be debated. Don't give a shit what either one of you say. Jalen Ramsey is one. There is no A, B, C, D. He might even be one, two, three. He does it better than anybody else. He's got tools that no one else has. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's probably faster. He can. That guy can cover any offensive player, wide receiver, tight end, running back, use that coming out of the backfield. I don't care. Jalen can cover him. That's just the truth. Um, the Rams, I mean, when you play in a division where you got a guy like Kittle, you got a guy like DK, you know, you got now Hopkins. When you got dudes like that, you got to have a Jalen. Um, Ramsey to me, still another one in his prime, Owen. But, uh, what's that? Jalen, I think it reminds me of, uh, he's not the same type of talent as Champ Bailey. Like, they don't play the same, they're the same type of talent, but they don't play the same. But Champ Bailey, I remember at the end of his career in Denver, kept on talking about switching to safety. I think Jalen should start giving some thought to that in the next three years, you know, because I think that guy would be. He could extend his career probably five years by flipping to safety. Like, he's that good. Um, but, yeah, he's my four. Three, I have a top three receiver, and he ain't two and three. His name is Cooper Cup. He did things the league has never seen done. Give me number three, Cooper Cup. Um, kind of hurt me all last year watching this happen because when he came out of uh, Eastern Washington or whatever it was, the Eagles were, like, mocked to him in every draft. And we just don't know how to draft receivers um, up until last year. So, no, it, it kind of hurt. But Cooper Cup, I mean, I don't think there's a weakness in his game. He does everything well. I mean, he he catches everything. He rarely drops anything. He runs some of the best routes in the NFL. Uh, he's got, I think I seen it earlier, I mean, the most yards after the catch last year. Um, he's great with the balls in his, ball in his hand. I mean, the dude, he does it all good. Oh, and I don't know what you're getting at there. But anyways, um, Cooper Cup. Prime ball handling years for Cooper Cup. Owen Benson, as we were. Um, No, Cooper, though, I mean, it's just hard to argue with what he did last year. Like I said, 
he did some stuff that we haven't seen done. Um, he's not the stature of like uh, Kelvin Johnson or Randy Moss. I mean, the guy comes in at 6'2", 210 pounds probably. Um, but I mean, just shy of 2,000 yards, 145 catches, 16 touchdowns. I mean, the guy was 100 yards a game, you know, yeah. like yeah. just nothing. And very fun to watch. I've always considered him and Devontae to be very like similar players because they just do these like basketball type dribble crossover moves at the start of their breaks. Um, it's like they learn from each other or something. And yeah, I I mean deserving. Like it was it was talent on top of production, like as productive as a year as a receiver can have. So yeah. absolutely. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Um I think Cooper Cup, I mean, he'll just follow it up with another big year, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and the thing about it is, when you look at the numbers, I mean, he's got five more touchdowns than the next guy. He's got 400 more yards than the next guy. He's got 23 more receptions than the next guy. Like, it's just nuts. You know, his 20-yard catches, he's got more than anybody else. His 40-yard catches, he's got more than anybody else. It, it's just, he had the most yards after catch, like, he had the most yards after catch by 200 and some odd yards. Like, just nuts, you know. Um, it's almost like nuts. he handed the most productive year Stafford's ever had. No, it's not because he's due for 5,000 yards once. Um, but anyways. <laughs> prime Matt Stafford. Prime. The beginning of prime Matt Stafford, but this is nearing the end of prime Matt Stafford. But, no, I think Cooper Cup, I mean, it's fun to watch a guy like him, Devontae Adams, to a lesser degree, Hunter Renfro, like – these route runners kind of take the league back over. You know what I mean? It's interesting rather than just like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of fun in watching Randy Moss moss somebody or Kelvin Johnson going up in three, you know, against the Cowboys, fuck the Cowboys between three defenders and catch a touchdown. Like that's fun to watch, but it, there's something that's way more interesting to me than watching a guy route, run a route, and just tear up a corner, leave him on the ground, catch a ball, and then just get these yards after the catch. I, I love watching that. Um, Justin Jefferson is another one. Keenan Allen. I mean, there's a few guys in the league like this right now, and I, I love watching them. Um, brings me to number two. The first guy I put on my list, the newest member of the 99 club in Madden, Trent Williams. To me, currently, the best left tackle in the NFL. But that is not going to last long because there is some young dudes coming up fast. Plus, what um, is he like? Thirty. I was going to say Trent Williams for I mean, literally like offensive linemen age like dogs, and I mean he's not young. Um, it's fun seeing him outside of Washington. Thirty-three. No, that that guy's great. Owen, you weren't wrong. Um, somebody like Zach not only needs needs a helmet all day long, but also needs Trent Williams to walk him around. <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, um, I really, like, it was kind of crazy looking through. I knew you'd like that. When you were looking through the divisions, it was actually kind of wild to come to the point where it's like, none of these teams really have stud offensive lines. They all have, like, a piece or two. You know what I mean? The Niners are by far and away probably the best offensive line when fully healthy. But the Seahawks offensive line might be the worst in the league. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's definitely up there. That's for sure. Yeah, it, it is not good. So I, I actually like Trent Williams is the first person that came to mind, and I started kind of rounding up this list, and I got to four, and I was like, 
they're really there's nobody else out there. Like Mike McGlinchey might be the next best lineman in the conference or the division, I should say. But um, that brings me to number one. Um, I mean, Aaron Donald, he he might be the best defensive tackle ever right now. Yeah, you know I mean, I think we've we've kind of said this on the pod for a while, but that guy's as decorated as they come at the position. Uh, he's like a John Randall on crack and steroids. Like he's just, it's just nuts, you know? And uh, I mean, he, he could have retired right after the Super Bowl and walked away and it would have been like a Jordan-esque for the position where it's like, who stacks up to that, you know? And it's kind of wild because before Donald was drafted, you had um, Gerald, um, Owen, help me out here in, in Tampa. Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Yep. Dominican Sue, Fletcher Cox. I mean, the NFL was in a good place for defensive tackles. Like there was some good dudes, you know. And then all of a sudden here comes strutting onto the scene Aaron Donald, and he kind of puts them all to all to bed because he's all producing every single one of them, you know. Um, and in a similar way, too, like Indomitian, Gerald, Fletcher Cox, they all play the same position. They all play in the same type of technique, you know, 4-3 defense. But uh now Aaron Donald, I mean, he's just he's outperforming everybody. And it's uh oh, and like you said, he got that Super Bowl moment, which just nail on the head you know it's just, as if uh, as if we needed any more reason you know right it was almost that walk off into the sunset moment um which with the way this guy's career is going like you you almost expect that regardless like he's gonna go out like with the championship closing out with sack like no it's just nuts and it, just looking back on this division like i didn't even mention bobby wagner you know there's a, I mean, there's a lot of dude on the Rams and the Niners that are just really, really good. But to wrap it up, <laughs> that was a great, great background nice. noise on that one. Uh, uh, to wrap it up, Aaron Donald one. I think all three of us had him there. Trent Williams two. Seth, I think you were the only one that didn't have him there. Cooper Cup three. Ramsey four. Owen, I know you and I had the same. I think I was the only one with Bosa, Bosa five. And then I was, I know I was the only one with Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford six. Um, Seth also I, had Bosa. I think my thing with Kittle being left off is he doesn't play as, as an important position as anybody on my top five A and B. Um, that's the only reason I really leave him off. Cause don't get me wrong. I mean, he's the, the second best tight end. And actually he, well, uh, Travis Kelsey's the best still, but Kittle's, he wins a ring. He's a Hall of Famer, you know, no doubt. But um, just to name off some of my honorable mentions real quick, Kittle, Buda Baker. I expect Jamal Adams to have a big year this year because there's nothing around him. He's going to have to do everything. He sucks, but he's going to have a big year. <laughs> um, Hopkins, I got listed just – I mean, he was kind of underwhelming last year in my opinion. Wagner for sure because, I mean, going into this defense, he's just going to rack up tackles and plays. Debo I did have listed. Warner, and then you got to list DK. He's all Seattle. I did. I listed DK. Yeah, did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even think. Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to put a, Se- a Seahawk on there, so I didn't. Um, my others were my Bosa. Bosa was the toughest one to leave off, and then it was yeah Warner, Buddha, D Hop, and then the quarterbacks. I just and the quarterbacks have to like brute force me into them into putting them into the top. Like, There's only two of them though. There's only two of them that you can even list. Exactly, and that's why I didn't. So that's – well, I mean, like, obviously last division we had Mahomes and Herbert and even Russell. And, I, you know, they're too good. You can't 
figure out a way to leave them off. Right. These ones, I was like, I think there's better players for their positional value, but Stafford deserves a mention, especially with the Super Bowl. So I get it. You know, uh, first one out, Seth. Who was your first one out, Seth? First one. What do you mean? First off the bubble, you know, first one, first honorable mention. Most honorable. Uh, It's probably going to be Fred Warner. Maybe Hopkins, though. Okay. For the podcast rankings. Let's hear it. Pretty clear cut. Not much to even think about. Aaron Donald, number one. Cooper Cup takes the two spot. Trent Williams, Jalen Ramsey, uh, George Kittle, Nick Bosa are top six. With also mentions of Debo and Matt Stafford. So that's my list. Real quick. A little bit. A little bit mixed, right? Because you had, uh, you had, oh, Williams and Jalen. You had mixed. so wait, Williams was third. Yep. Oh, that was. A we had to there. tell okay. you to put him on the list, though. So, um, <laughs> so real quick, I don't know what you're talking about. Is the NFC West the second best division in football? No, not anymore. Last year, yes. Who's the second best? The best division in football is the AFC West. Correct. Who's the second? Yeah, it might be, but it isn't as like clear cut. Yeah, AFC West probably clear cut the top, and then I think the AFC North is probably up there. You better think they're better than the NFC West? I don't. That one's pretty close. I would have to. I'd have to look at that a little bit. But just right, so uh, just offhand, just thinking offhand, another division to throw in there, I think would be the AFC North. The AFC what? AFC North. North. You could say oh. the AFC East too. Really, AFC East is pretty competitive. With the Pats, the Bills, yeah, yeah I get the it. Dolphins, the the Rams being you know probably the top team in the NFL kind of push it. This yeah. is what I'll say. I think I think they're clear cut number two because you have two of the best rounded rosters in the Rams and the Niners, and then sprinkled in talent across, especially the Cardinals. And then there is still some stuff on the Seahawks. I mean, they're a pretty good – for a, a fourth, they're not bad. But uh, what else? I mean, the Seahawks are one of the worst teams in the NFL probably. Probably, but there's talent there. Like there's – I mean, DK's a great player. Tyler Lockett's a very good player. Uh, Jamal Adams, depending on who you talk to, a high-end safety. I mean, there's guys there, you know. Um, but what I'll say is I think where it's underwhelming is, I mean, the quarterbacks are not at all like the AFC West. I mean, it's not even close, you know. I mean, you don't even have like a runaway quarterback here, you know, unless unless Kyler just freaks out next year. Because, um, I mean, Seth, you said the AFC East. I mean, you put those – I mean, Josh Allen puts anybody here to bed, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100% there, yeah. Derek sure. Carr's not too far off of Matt Stafford and he's the worst quarterback in the, you know, the AFC West. But uh, I just think as far as like stick with talent on rosters, I would say these guys are the second best. Yeah. yeah, Very well. I just think Seattle also brings them down a lot. I agree. Um, Because Seattle is, I think one of the worst teams in in the league next year. Of course, uh, I mean, with the AFC North, I mean, you would say, who who's the worst? I mean, the Steelers. I think the Steelers are a pretty talented team. 
Seth, that's the one where I think uh, right away is like the super competition to him. Um, it's just going to come down to who's the worst team there. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of offensive talent in Cincy. There's a lot of defensive talent in uh, Pittsburgh. And then Baltimore and uh, Cleveland are just – they're loaded up with talent. Yeah. I, so, I, I think, yeah, um, I think overall the Niners and the Rams probably have a better roster. But I think the AFC North, just looking at it, like one through four, it, it's it's they're so close to each other. Like it's, it's so tired. even. It yeah. is. I mean, it'll be interesting when we get to that to to see where we rank that. That'll be fun. Probably I the guess... only other division that will have uh, quarterbacks, m- multiple quarterbacks at least, probably in the top six. AFC North. Season. Yeah, probably the only other division that will have multiple quarterbacks. Yeah, I probably. Yep. Yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. That is the NFC West breakdown. That was good. Uh, glad to be back doing that next week. I think we're going to move on. You're looking at early next week, right? Early next week. Poss- possibility there. Got to confirm that for later. We are moving to the AFC South. That's where I have us taking a road trip across America again. AFC South is where I have us going. Interesting division. Um, yes, yes, a lot happened. All right, let's jump into a little trivia. Um, you'll notice a theme here with mine. Uh, I'm not going to give it away, but you'll notice a theme with my trivia tonight. Uh, I got four questions for you, a couple multiple choice, uh, multiple answers, I mean. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, first question, number one. Don't have to keep score. We can. I only have four. I do have a fifth one if we do want to do that kind of tiebreaker stuff. We'll see where we go. Um, first question. Can you tell me the te- the top five teams with the most MVPs in MVP history, of course, when they started naming MVPs? Uh, going all the way back there, I have five teams officially. Can Packers. you name them? Packers. Jeremy started. Yes. Unreal. Yeah, Green Bay Packers. Steal that. Oh, go ahead. Number one. Jeremy, you want to throw out a, just a number? Seven. They have ten. Is it ten? Ten. 10 Rogers was probably, I'm sure, yeah, number 10 last year. All right, so Jeremy got the first but, one. Yeah, okay, we'll get back to it. Owen, <sighs> on to you. Can you name one of the other four? Well, I will say there is a tie for fourth place. Technically, we have two teams there. Just because of Peyton's four, I'm going to say Indianapolis is on the list. And then Indianapolis. United, I believe United has had a couple, but I don't know if he's, he's a Colt, so, so that should count for the Colts franchise, right? Correct. All right. Yes, Colts are number two at nine. Ooh. At nine, just behind the Packers. That was my how next they, How did they get nine? Four from Peyton and I, I don't know. I, I'd have to go I'll, back. I, yeah, we'll check after. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Browns. Browns, the Cleveland Browns, eh? 
what because of Jim Brown? Jim Brown and Otto Graham. They have four. They were one of our tie-breaking teams. They are tied with another team with four MVPs. Back to you, Owen. Shit. <laughs> Two teams left. It's actually tough. We have I third say, place. I want to say one team, but I don't know if I don't know if they have four. Um, give me the Steelers for uh, longevity, sick. Steelers for longevity. I'm thinking. Ben didn't win any Jerome Bettis. I don't know if he won any. I don't think so. Terry had to have. Terry, maybe. Uh, Steelers are not on your list. Fuck. Just to kind of throw that out there. Um, Yeah, Steelers are not on the list. Back to you, Jeremy. Third place team and our other tied team with the Browns. Yeah, what are you doing there, Seth or Jeremy? I'm, I'm literally scrolling the teams. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. I, I keep Jeez. on telling you. Have you forgotten the rules? It's been so long. Can I not do this? Not Thank supposed you. to, no. Oh, my bad. It's up. I ain't looking at it. Um, what, is that supposed to be your map? Is that what that is? That's what I need. I need to get a big map in here. Um, I'm going to guess um, the 49ers got to be in this. 49ers. Too much Ooh. good quarterback play. You're right. 49ers third on this list with five. So we've got I don't know if I mentioned um I don't know if I mentioned the Browns had four tied with this other team. They're fourth place. Niners have five. Colts were nine. Like I said, Packers ten. Owen, you have a chance to steal this tie. I got three, you got one, Owen. One more team. There's yep. one more team. They no, that's not. Team. That's bullshit. We're sharing the Packers answer because Jeremy just jumped on it. He didn't get like, hey, this is your question first. This is it's a, no, that's bullshit. Fine, fine. You fine. know it, Seth. It's, it's your chance to tie it up then. It's you bullshit. Get throwback to Owen cheating and uh, trivia. Damn. Unreal. But we're just doing top five, right? So not top five B? <laughs> no. No, just top five. Yep. Top five. This team is tied with the Browns with four. I think I know it. One team left on the board. Owen, I'll share the Packers with you because I'm about to beat you. You might, yeah. Well, I'm winning right now. <laughs> then that I'm, and then I'm okay. No, you're not. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. I'm okay. With, no, I'm okay with you if you win it after this, after I get this wrong. Yeah, get it wrong real quick. All right. Between two, and I'm sure you're going to pick the other one. <clears throat> Shit fucking balls. Give me the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Screw the Cowboys. They're not on this list. Do it. All right, Jeremy. Just to put the nail in the coffin for Owen. So the Denver Broncos, Seth. Denver Broncos. Incorrect. Owen stays alive. Now where are we going? Patriots for shits and giggles, because I'm out of guesses, really. Patriots. Incorrect. I was going to say, I know the Patriots aren't on this list. I'm gonna because you were looking at it? No. I just got gonna, the logos in front of me. Um, I'm going to give each of you one more shot at this. I, Seth, give us a give us a conference. 
I can't do that. No. Um. Here, here's my one hint. I think it'll probably give it away still. Owen, don't get mad at me. You're um, Yeah. Owen's already mad. mad. I'm already mad because I know what it is. Go ahead. Then I'll hold it. I'll hold no, it. No, that's not fair. Why? You get the first I guess. I got to share the Packers with you. He's got to give us up. No, you got you guess. Let's hear it, Seth. Guess. Um. All right. This this team has moved around a few times. Las Vegas Raiders. Thank you, and give me the win. Incorrect. Fuck. Incorrect. All right, now you can have it, Jeremy. It's all yours. <laughs> Is it the Rams? It's the Rams. They also have four. Who are their MVPs? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner won obviously. it twice. Right, correct. He won it twice. Right. Um, that's the only one I know. They Did Marshall sprinkled Paul in there. Mar- I don't know if Marshall won. No, it, it would have been a uh, tall goggles running back, two thousand yards. Mark Allen. No, neither one of those are right. Um, Marshall Falk uh, did win it. Who the fuck said OJ? <laughs> what the? Oh, when was the? How far are you going back with the MVP? To when it was first first used. It said there was nine. He said they have six. Marshall Falk did win one. Yeah, Kurt Marshall Warner, Falk Marshall did win Falk, one. They went three in a row. Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner. Damn. Yeah, but then I have yeah Roman Gabriel being the sixty nine, and then uh, so it might have been after the merger. I can't remember okay. exactly when I, when I saw that in the Super Bowl era, maybe. Yeah. Hold on, let me look. How many did you say they had? Maybe, four. Maybe I got a. Yeah, give me a second. Maybe maybe it's just L L A. I don't know. I guess I don't know how this is. Uh, I don't know how they're yeah, categorizing this. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, I had the the seven between Rodgers and Favre, and then Star, Jim Taylor, Paul Horning. I remember Paul Horning gave one. Oh yeah, Golden Boy. So Jim Taylor is the one I did not know he got. Um, <laughs> Brown won a ton. All right. Regardless, Jeremy wins it. Not fair, but that's all right. I knew I'd win it. I guess it was the AP MVP specifically, the Associated Press. Okay. Because that, that goes that only goes back to 57, which would be, be be after the first two Rams MVPs. Um okay, that makes sense then. Yep. All right. Question number two. Are we ready? Owen, you can start off. I have four answers. All right. Once again, four answers. Got it. Can you name currently current active kickers? Can you name the top four most consecutive games played? Top four most consecutive games played by kickers. Okay. Uh, Active. Active. Yes. Current. Give me Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby, Mason Crossbar, (laughs) Mason Crossbar, the old Skip Bayless. He is number one at 241 consecutive games played. That's quite a bit. It is quite a bit. 
So yes. what, what's the question here? Most consecutive games played by kickers. Top four. Not bad. We're looking I was stuck at... on the MVP thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. got number one with Mason Crosby. Um, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, at number two, with one hundred. That's surprising. Sixty-one. He's, he's not even that old. No, but I he's been around old. a long time, though. That that scares me for some of my other choices because that makes me think like they missed games or a season or it's possible. Um, scary. Okay. So we have our top two off the board. Mason Crosby, 241. Justin Tucker, 161. That's crazy, though. Crosby has an 80-game difference. Yeah, that's a lot. All, Which is like, what, four years, five years? I yeah. mean, Mason's been doing it for quite a while now. But, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right, got, got two left. I two will left. go. He he might have retired. I think he's still playing, but again, I'm worried that he I'm missing some games there. Give me Matt Prater. Matt Prater. Good pick. Owen, he's number three with 124 consecutive games played. And he is old. He is old. So he must have missed some time, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then kind of redid it. Yeah. Restarted. Probably at the beginning of his career. I'm just Jeremy, back of, to you. I'm literally just thinking of names. Um, yeah. I know it's not Jake Elliott. Give me <laughs> Greg the Leg Zerline. Greg the Leg Zerline. Incorrect, sir. That was, can't just be too far not off. Greg that was a good guess. Why? Huh, I think I, I don't even know if I have the right guy. And... You got one name left. Owen, you take it. You sealed the deal on this one. Owen, who is your guess? Your first one? Crosby. He said Mason. Okay. So who do we got so far? So we got the top three. We got Mason. He also said Matt Prater. Uh, Mason Crosby, Justin Tucker, Matt Prater. We got one guy left, number four on this list. Mr. Steady himself that we don't even know. Um, I'm just going to guess because I feel like he's still kicking – for the Patriots, is it Nick Folk? Nick Folk. Good pick. Uh, no, but he has been around a while. Damn. But not Nick Folk. He did miss some time in the middle of his career. I think he was, like, in between teams and he missed a season. Yeah, he did. Yep. Correct. So, not Nick Folk. Back to Who's you, Jeremy. Got again? I got Justin Tucker. Who's Owen got again? Prater and? Prater and Crosby. Why the fuck don't I know kickers? Yeah, I do, you know, there's a lot of young ones right now, I feel like. It is? Okay, so there's McPherson, the young Hoku, um, Elliot. Those are all the young dudes. Titans. Um, what the hell is his last name? Is it Bullock? Bullock? Oh, Randy Bullock? Yeah. Yeah, he was with Cincinnati before. Nope, incorrect, though. Randy. Randy Bullock, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got man. one other name. Oh, and you guessed. I can't say because I don't know if you said it. I got random names coming to me, but I don't know who uh, you said. My guess was Nick Folk. That was okay. incorrect. That was the name that came to my head. 
I got, I got a one, couple. I got one other one, but go ahead. I got a couple others. I just um, just not as confident. I knew this last one would stump you. Yeah. It's going to surprise you. I will promise you that. There's my hint. If that's a hint, it, this will surprise you. I'm going to go ahead and say, <clears throat> should I? Chris Boswell. Chris Boswell. Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Eh? That was another uh, name. Incorrect, but good choice. Good choice. Uh, He's but probably incorrect. not too far off. So He's probably so not. I'm just going to spit it out because this is like the last name I got to my head. Um, is it Brandon McManus? Brandon McManus. Incorrect, but good pick. Hmm. I'm out of goddamn names. I can't even think of anybody else. If I can think of one more, then, I'll, then you have a chance for one more. <laughs> but I can't. Um, I am out of names. I mean, uh, Robbie Gold is my last guess. but Robbie Gold. That's he, a good I think guess. he missed some time in Chicago okay. between, before he moved on. Between Bears and Niners, so yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but otherwise, good guess there. He actually, I'm looking at it. He played a season in New York where he missed some time. So that was his in between. Oh, okay. He had a season in New York. Like I said, it's going to surprise you. Jeremy, who's the Cowboys kicker? It's changed it's, a couple of times. Isn't, Gre- isn't it Greg Zerline right now? Oh, I was he moved, he moved to the Cowboys from the Rams? He wasn't. He Rams. did. Okay. He started with the Rams, moved to the Cowboys. Last I knew it was Greg Zerline, but I guess I don't know. For I sure. think that's right because they bounced around too. Because the Bear, the, they got one of our old kickers. So we've had Jake Elliott for a little bit, but then we had what's his nuts that's in Chicago, double doink. And then, uh, yeah, Parky. Had, Is it Park, Cody Parky? Cody Parky. <laughs> and then it, it's definitely not Cody Parky. Got it. I have, okay, I have one more guess, but feel free if you. Who has been named? So who do we got? We got you've named a lot. Oh, you mean the three on the list? Tucker, Tucker, Crosby, Prater, and Crosby. Crosby. All that's coming to my mind is Dave Akers, and I know that's not right. (laughs) Um, this list came from NFL on CBS itself, so a credible source. Oh, and you, so you when I say it, when I say this last name, when I say this name, because you guys won't get it, just just telling you where I got it from. All right. Anybody Who's else want uh, last second? Let me see if I can throw out Saunders, one right? Ooh. Jason Sanders is was going to be my guess. Sa- Saunders, oh, Sanders, Jason is that Sanders. is that? Uh, he's with the Dolphins, correct? Yep. Yeah. It's not him. Seth, I think I can pull one more. I will I say this. First name. Oh wrong. yeah, he hasn't been around nearly long enough, but but probably closer. Oh, um, got, I got one more. This uh, I will say this kicker started young and is still obviously still kicking. He is under the age of thirty. Um, there's a kicker with the last name Gonzalez. Is it Lane Gonzalez? It's not him, but Lane, I, I'm going to look him up. Lane, Zane Gonzalez. Zane. It's not Zane, but but that is a kicker. I'm maxed out right oh, now. I'm go for it, Seth. Uh, Jeremy, you said it earlier. Not for credit, but you did say their name earlier. 
And then you were like, no, it's not. So it wasn't your official guess. But you who, are the th- who are the three young guys you named? Young Hoku. Nope. Jake Elias. Correct. Wow. Is it wow. really him? It's Jake Elliott at 80. 80 games. He's racking them up. I knew he's up. been in Philly for a while, but I guess I didn't realize um, that, that there's that many old kickers that are out already. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Owen officially wins that question just because nobody got that last one. I don't know why I didn't guess him. I always guess an Eagle. So I'll say something real quick about Jake Elliott. So with it being the offseason, the Eagles are doing a bunch of, like, uh, sporting events with, like um, – so they're doing like volleyball, golf, and shit like that. And uh, Jake Elliott's like an all-around athlete, man. That dude can do it all. Nice, cool. That you like to see that with kickers, but a lot of young kickers are like that these days. Sure, ain't gonna see Mason Crosby do that. So Justin Tucker, I could probably see it too. He seems like uh, one of those. All right, two questions left. Halfway there. All you right. Ready? Yes. Question three. Mercedes Lewis will join these two tight ends. So I need two answers. These two tight ends next year in the 2022 season as the only tight ends to have played at least 17 years in the league. Like two tight all ends. time? All time. All time. 17 years. Mercedes Lewis, this will be his 17th year join these two tight ends as the only tight ends to play 17 at least 17 years in the league i don't have much of a clue for this one i just have to guess like old old tight ends i think they are both old timer guys and i think one of them is ozzy newsome or somebody around that era that was good ozzy newsome so ozzy newsome jeremy starts it off incorrect give me I think his name's John Mackey from the Colts, the old John time Mackey. Colts. Nice. Won a Super Bowl. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, nice. Buck. Good pull. <laughs> it was a good pull, but incorrect. Did you, just say, did you just say Dick Buckus? Oh, no. Um, my bad. Holy shit. Dick. Um, Mike Dick. There we go. Yep. Incorrect. I think he only played like he didn't play too long, actually. He either he played really long or like five years or something like that. I can't remember. Really long or really short. Good name for good the podcast. Name. Really long or really short. <laughs> he played a total of uh, twelve years. Big so, buckets. What the fuck? Those guys are the same person to me, man. Um, Owen oh, Dicka, but yeah, yeah. Oh, the all-time back to park, you. The all-time part gets me. It's just there's a lot of tight ends. I don't know if we even know these names, Seth. Do we know these names for sure? I mean, yeah, you do know who they are. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I wouldn't Jason ask Witten. a question that you have no chance of getting. Jason Witten. Jason Witten is one of them. Yes. I was Jason the Raider. I think the Raider year put him over. Uh, Rams year, but yes. So I knew there was one modern. Is the other one not modern? He's he is a modern player as well. 
Super like, Bowl era. Over yes. 2000, over 2000s. Um, well, that might be too much quick. of a hint. Uh, he has played in the last 30 years. 30 years. Um, 20 years, probably. Something like that. So he's played in the 2000s, then. Yeah, you gave him a huge hint, Seth. Come on. I, you know, I'm just throwing it, it out there. You guys are struggling. You guys are struggling. Is it Tony G? Tony Gonzalez is correct. Tony Gonzalez. You was know, your he was my one. first guess, and then I got thinking. I'm like, did he really play in Atlanta that long? Uh he did. Yeah, he did. I think he crazy. I think it was just those two teams. He played at Atlanta for five years, KC 12. Jason Witten was in um, Dallas for 16, and I think that one year in LA. Are you sure? Or St. Louis. I believe it was the. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was. A, I think it's the Raiders. Is it the Raiders? Let me look. No, hold on. Time out. Gonzalez played. You are right. It is the Raiders. My apologies. The Raiders. You're right. Raiders. Jesus. Uh, but Jason Witten, 16 with Dallas, is equal, if not even more impressive. I don't give a shit about Jason Witten. How, how many years has Travis Kelsey been playing for the – is he anywhere close to that? Probably not. Uh, Kelsey nine. came out the same year as uh, Ertz. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. And he ain't slowing down at all. But Kelsey, not, I, think is, I think he's one that'll hang it up when the time is right. He's not going to – I mean, Witten was kind of dead at the end there. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Tony Gonzalez was still viable at the end. All right. Last question. Here is your tiebreaker because you uh, even that one out. So, Split perfect. Him. Four answers once again. Four answers. I need – Tell me, or can you name the teams with the most wins since 1980? I have four teams. Tiebreaker for that last spot. So, once again, we have two teams that tied with the same number of wins, but I have four teams in total. Who goes first? first? Who won first last time? I can't remember. I did for the kickers. I don't know who went first last time, if Jeremy actually went or if I – I think Jeremy did go first I went last Packers time. first. Owen went second first. I went third first, so it's Owen. This is the fourth question, right? Okay. Yep. Most went, most went since 1980? Since 1980. Top five teams I need in total. Four. I thought you said four. Sorry, I meant top five. My apologies. Top five. Apologies. Top five. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my I explained that bad. There's three teams tied for that last spot, so five One teams team. total. Got it. Give me, give me the Packers then. Packers. One of the teams tied at 381 wins. They're all tied at 381. There's three teams tied there. 381 right. wins. Packers all are right. one of them. All right, Jeremy. Patriots. <clears throat> Patriots, number one, of course. Can you give me a guess, Jeremy? If Packers are 381. Here's my guess. Um, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Um, rings on both hands. He's better than any quarterback that's ever laced him up for Green Bay. Um, 
Incorrect. Yeah. I, I also had to deduct a point just for um, uncalled for answers. The Patriots, so how many wins do the Packers have? 381. God, are the Patriots 150 ahead of them? No, not that's quite. Not how many games were played in that time? 1980. You're looking at years total? you're looking at 42 years, 41 years, 2021 season. So 672 games, roughly. Um, Packers won 380 something. 381. Five hundred and eight. That high, huh? You think that no. high? Four the eighties, they were terrible. Se- they weren't good until midway through the nineties. Four hundred and seventy-two. You're still way off. They are so much closer to Green Bay than you think. Is it Four, in the four hundreds? It is four hundred two. Owen is very, very, very close. Four hundred, exactly. Oh, okay. Four hundred, exactly. Yep. I knew as soon as I said the five number, I'm like, I fucked myself because they were way dry. Yeah, they were so, so they, bad in the 80s, and then I think like midway through the 90s. They went to a Super Bowl in the 80s, though. Oh, you're right. They did. Did they in the oh, 80s? Yeah. No. They had the one. They had the one. Okay, my apologies. Anyways, so yes. How many, how many teams are we guessing total? Five. You've guessed two, Packers, Patriots. Three left. I have three guesses, uh, so I hope one is right. I don't know, I'm sure which one to pick out of the three. Give me give me the 49ers. 49ers. Yes, one of the three teams tied with the Packers at 381. So we have two left. We have a second place team, and then we have another team tied with the Packers and the 49ers. Back to you, Jeremy. 80s till now. Steelers got to be in there. They're probably number two. Steelers number two for you, Jeremy? That's what you're saying? Yep. They are correct. Number two, just behind the Patriots at 396. So they are number two. I, I was going to say they have to be up there. Yeah. Just behind them. Just a few. So we only got one more team? One team left. This one hurts Owen. me because I think Owen, I'll get I think it wrong. I, know it. I hope you don't. I think I do. One team left. It's one of two. It's one of two. So we got the Patriots, the Steelers, Packers, and the Niners, was it? Yep. All right. One team left. Come on, Owen. I think he's going to steal it from me if you don't get it. The only thing that comes into question is there's a string in there. Of bad times where I'm like, maybe not. I'm not going to lose on the Eagles. So I'm going to say the Eagles for shits and giggles. Eagles, huh? Good guess, but incorrect. All right. Fair enough. Oh, the Eagles were one of mine for sure because we went to a Super Bowl with Jaroski uh, and the 80s. We had a, a spring of good times, late 80s, early 90s. And then as soon as Reed come in, from 98 to 2005, I mean, we were top dog in the NFC for a long time there. And then obviously, chip sucks, but we've been good recently. Um, All that for what team? 
What other team is tied? From 1984, right? Huh? 1980. 1980 to now. 1980 Beth, to now. 381 wins. Is this one going to hurt me a little bit? I can't. I couldn't tell you. If you get it wrong, it will. Yeah, absolutely. Owen's got it. I can see it. Not the fucking Cowboys. Might. It's not the Cowboys. Not the Cowboys. Good guess, got, though. You would think after all that that they've done. Well, the 90s Cowboys. And, yeah. I mean, and they win every year. They just can't win in the playoffs. So, I have but, two educated guesses. Actually, I have three educated guesses. Two more than the others. Both for different, like, leaning on different time periods. What are what are can I ask the time periods? Just out of curiosity. Well, one mainly in the earlier part of that era. Okay. And then one kind of in the middle of that era. Okay. Um leaning on. So it depends on like the outside outside of that, how well do they square up? I am gonna go. Hmm. I feel like the Giants were really good in the 80s. Give me the New York Giants. The New York football Giants. They just sucked in the past few years. Incorrect. Damn it. It's Back to you, Jeremy. Oh, and it's nobody in the East. If it was anybody in the East, it would be the Eagles or the Cowboys because the Eagles had that run. I'm with, just saying, uh, man. You had the, I mean, Giants had, had a good run in the early 2000s, too. Or 80s and the 2000s. Their runs aren't very sucked. long, though. That's They're true. Like three, four years. It's true. Um, there's a team I have not guessed because it's just all early stuff, and I don't think it's enough. This is one of the three that is tied at the end. Correct. Packers, Niners tied with them. Where is my board of teams when I need it? I'm looking at Travis Kelsey stats here, like they matter. Um, it's not. Not Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, you promise. <laughs> it is not Travis Kelsey. Um, and the football fight in Cincinnati Bearcats. Um, For all the marbles. They did do a lot of winning last year in college, but that don't matter. That don't matter. You know what does matter, though, is UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. That does yeah. matter. And now Virginia and all them going to the SEC. That does matter. But what doesn't matter is the Cincinnati Bearcats and Travis Kelsey stats right now. Um, yes, the Bengals. I heard him. Bengals. Oh, that's what it was. Not Ring them up. All right. What do you got? Give me a second. I'm debating between two. You say because... one, and then Owen will say the other. Yep. Is it the Bears? Incorrect. Not okay. the Bears. Give me Owen, the Colts. Gonna... The Colts, Owen. The Colts? Yep. Incorrect. Is it the Raiders? All right. Each of you get one more shot at this. Uh, okay. Hint. Hint-wise, they've had – I don't know how I can give a hint. Well, you, you count as Raiders guess, right, because I went first, so then we even, even guess. Correct. Count as Raiders. Raiders are also incorrect. Um, I don't know if the hints are actually going to sway me, but 
ahead. Go ahead. How do? Hold on, I got to think about it. I got to think about how I give a, a hint for this without giving anything away. Um, you said a lot of teams from both conferences. Yeah. We did. I think. See. Oof. Um. I'm struggling to give a hint here, any kind of hint without. Okay. Uh, players you have named previous in questions and previous questions have played for this team. We need I don't know if that's players. much of a hint, but. It doesn't sway my guess from the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, incorrect. Each of you, one final guess. Wait, no. Who started? Owen, you started, right? Owen's yeah, started. I'd have another one, but technically I'm done, yes. So give Owen one more and me two more. Okay. Um, Call real quick, I just need to make myself a note quick. So we've named off. You've named off – a long list of teams. Way too many for this to point to actually count. I mean, no, no, no. That that hit and counted. So, 49ers. You got the first five pretty quick. I'm kind of surprised. I will say that. I'm, I'm a little surprised, and you're going to be upset with yourselves, probably, you, if you don't get this. So, Niners. They were big time. Packers. They were big time. Who am I missing? They were a big time. Oh, wait. The teams that we've named? You have Patriots, Patriots Steelers, Packers, Packers, Niners. Niners. They were big time during an era. Big time. So those are the only four that are right. I think two eras, really, if I remember right. So we've got two AFC and two NFC. We've got an NFC West, an NFC North, an AFC East, and an AFC North. Not the Cowboys, it's not the Colts who won a ton of fucking games. It's basically nobody from the NFC East, nobody else from the NFC North matters. The NFC, I don't think it's the Bills, but I do think it's the Bills. I'm not guessing the Bills. Oh, come on. I'm you gotta throw, right come here. on now, throw something out. Come on. You got another guess after this. You got to throw the bills. Talk myself through this real quick. I'm just thinking through teams because I don't have. You got two guesses. Five seconds. Seth, you said they got two eras. I, if I remember correctly, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just thinking offhand. One for sure, but they probably. I believe they have two eras where they were pretty dominant. Actually, yeah, I believe so. Let me just the bills. Uh, let me look up one player just to confirm that. Bills is one of your guesses incorrect. Are you looking something up? I am looking up a key player during this time. Um, just to just to kind of confirm that. Um, yeah, I'd say this guy was a, a big piece of it. 
Um, yeah, they were... I can't, I can't give that's a giveaway. That no, th- this that would give it away. And if it didn't give it away, then I'd question your From football. The 80s IQ. till now, if you said it was a running back, there could be 15 of them. I know, but it's not a running back. If it was a quarterback, there could be five of them. I can't give it away. It's it gives it away. Does can't he play give... offense or defense? Did we not wait? Did we not say the Rams yet? Give me the Rams. You did not say the Rams yet, and the Rams are incorrect. Fuck. Okay. Uh, I, I I don't want to give out this guess because Owen just guessed. I was going to throw out a hint, but Owen threw his out. It ain't my fault. He shot himself in the foot. I know, but it wouldn't be fair because you. this is your last guess. And then I'm going to throw out one big hint, and you guys can just throw out something if Jeremy doesn't get it. Oh. Hurry up and don't get it, Jeremy. <clears throat> we haven't guessed. Uh, we haven't guessed the Broncos, right? I don't believe so. Is that your guess? Go ahead. This is the Denver Broncos said. Ding, ding, ding. Finally. I thought of them because I was slipping through teams. I'm like, but they only had Elway's era, really. And then just some Jake the Snake plumber. You know what I mean? It was it was the 80s and 90s that kind of that kind of had Elway. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They had Elway the entire time. How did they beat the Cowboys? That's how that's what I I had to look up Elway just to confirm that. That was my guy. That's why I didn't say quarterback because I felt like that would have given it away. Fair enough. Well, how did they beat the Cowboys? In the no, I mean, nobody deserved that point for how many misses we had in a <laughs> row to get to this point. Yeah. Um, yes. You know what? Well done. I'm glad you. I'm glad you finally named it off. I was about to say the Chargers, just to be like real off the wall. I said the Raiders, like fucking the Raiders. You know, have were not relevant for the whole 2000s. Correct. So, all right. I'm, I'm kind of kicking my ass because a couple of these questions, there was things that came to my head that I didn't say. Like I said, Jake Elliott out loud, Ben Collins. <laughs> you did. I when you said that, I'm like, oh, and then you're like, nah, it's not Jake. Too young. All right, that's the pod. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. We will do the AFC South next. Earlier, early in the week, is the plan. Uh, so we'll be coming back shortly, hopefully. Um, but until then, as always, enjoy your weekend. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed summer. We have, of course, had a good fourth, too. Uh, but as always, adios. 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 adios.